This is the Iron Fortress Podcast. Episode 25. It's okay to fall apart. It's okay to fall apart. Last year was a tough year for a lot of people. And this year, the way it's starting out, doesn't seem to some like it's going to be any better. The truth is, God's got our backs, and everything is going to be okay. I know what it's like to fall apart. It's not easy. I know what it's like to feel like I never was together in the first place. Maybe I wouldn't. What matters is whether you fell apart in the past or you're falling apart in the present or you haven't really fallen apart yet, it will happen. It will. Something in life is going to break you down. Out of it comes either good or bad. And it all depends on how you view things. And how you allow it to affect you. As many of you know, in 2019, I had a major panic attack, and it caused me to question my thoughts, the God that I serve, my life, my future, my past, my present. Everything that I'd ever thought was just rock solid in my life, I realized I knew nothing. I realized I didn't know God, and I was afraid of Him. I didn't know life, and I was afraid of it. I didn't know death. And I was afraid of it. I didn't know myself. And I was afraid of me. And when you have a realization like that. That you don't know anything. And it breaks you down as far as it broke me down. It's a hard road to go down. But I did. I went down that road. And I want to say, in all of that time, I didn't do what I should have done. And that was to study and find out what life is, find out who God is, find out who I am. And that's what I've been doing for the last year and a half. Finding out who I am. I would say almost a year and a half, actually. But 
It has been a long, hard road to get here. And I can say, I'm glad that I went through what I went through. And that's what I'm telling you today. It's okay to fall apart because a lot of times, something really good comes out of it if you view it the right way. And I'm going to be honest, if I wouldn't have fallen apart, then something like what happened in 2019 with me would have just happened again and again and again, and I would have lived my life in fear until the day I died. But let me tell you something. The old me. The old me died. A couple weeks ago. And he started to die. Maybe about a month ago. Maybe longer, who knows. But the old man lived in fear all of his life and didn't, didn't see the good in life like this new me does. And I'm going to tell you now, God has awakened me and shown me how good he is and how good everything is and how nothing matters more than positivity, love, and number one, a relationship with God. I thank him very often for my job at the fire department because I'm able to have so much free time on my hands on a given day, depending on how busy we are, really, where I just devote my time, where there's no distractions, there's no one to tell me what I have to do and this and that. I just take a, a moment with God. And yeah, I have those kind of moments on days that I'm not working at the fire department, of course. But at the fire department, I find those deepest moments when I go to my bedroom and I just sit down at my desk and the door is closed. There are no distractions. As long as there isn't a call, I'll sit there for a given hour, two hours, three hours, give a Bible study or two. Talk to someone about the Lord, but also find out who God is for myself. And just yesterday, just yesterday, I feel like the new me began to really show that he was born. I may, the new me may have been conceived a year ago, but now he's really born. He's out there. And now it's time for me to share this good news with the world. That is, you don't have to be afraid to fall apart. I'm afraid of anything. I can't quote what I wrote down yesterday word for word, but it's something like this. January 16th, 2021. The title is No Reason to Fear. And I wrote something like this. 
All of my life, I have lived in fear. Or may I say, breathed, moved, saw, heard, spoke, and completed daily functions, but wasn't really alive. I was afraid of everything. Myself, God, life, death. It's not the life that a Christian should live. But through the studies that I have performed in just (laughs) the last 10 days, and really not even that, maybe just six or seven, maybe eight hours worth of studying, I have found that there is no struggle, no pain, no fear, no thought, no word, No being, whether on earth or off earth, that can separate me from the love of God. Now, while there is scripture for that, I have found that in my life, there is visual, emotional, mental, and spiritual proof of the word of God and how it says nothing shall separate us from the love of God. All this time, my mind had been telling me I was... Never going to be forgiven for the things I'd done, the things I'd thought, the things I'd said, the things I'd been all of my life, afraid of everything, afraid of myself and afraid of God. And it took falling apart for me to realize what it took, what it takes to see the truth. There's a lot of people out there that are living blind or just not living at all. Because they don't realize just how good of a God we serve. And they don't realize just how much we are loved. I did a study on love. This is what it led to. It led to me realizing that love was empathetic. Love accepts you as you are, but it believes in what you can be. And if God loves me and he's empathetic with me, and if you don't know what empathetic means, it means to be able to feel someone's emotions, their thoughts, their pain, their joy, whatever it may be, their emotions, their thoughts, their feelings, whatever on earth it could possibly be about that person. You know them and love them so much that you feel their pain before it's even really explicitly stated that they're in pain, they're happy, or whatever. You don't have to wait for them to smile to know that they're happy in the moment. And you don't have to wait until a tear comes to know that they're sad. And you feel their pain. And you feel their joy. And if God loves me so much that he feels my thoughts and the fears that I would have in those dark nights when I was a young boy and I would 
run back and forth in the house having anxiety attacks because I was afraid of death and afraid of life and afraid of the future and afraid of paths to take. And he could hear me then. He could hear me when I had that panic attack and he knew what was going on. And if God knows me and loves me so much, by God, he didn't just forgive me. He felt it with me. When he was crucified on that cross, he felt my pain. And again, as I've said to several people, and possibly even said on the podcast, when Jesus was crucified, I believe he kind of thought to himself, so this is what it feels like to be human. As he died there for us, the ultimate sacrifice. As he gave everything for you and me. And we heard a song today that said, How could you turn the other cheek for a sorry soul like me? The only thing I can think of is he loves us so much he knows that we feel like trash sometimes. And he knows what we think about ourselves. You look in the mirror and you think you're worthless. God knows that. And he feels that. And while it hurts him, he feels it for you. And when you say, God, forgive me, he forgives me for those things that even you don't know about that's wrong with yourself. The fact that you could look in the mirror and not think you're worth anything, that is sin. That is wrong. Because it hurts God. And it hurts you. Whether you're actually physically cutting yourself with a knife or not. There are spiritual wounds we cause ourselves. And nine times out of ten we fall apart. Because of something we've done to ourselves, And that's what happened to me. I drove myself insane trying to be perfect. And it took forever to realize. He didn't call for perfection. He called for repentance. He called for people just trying to do their best. To show love to others. To lend a helping hand when people are in their times of need. When someone's falling apart, be there to catch them. When you're falling apart, God will be there. A phrase that I've seen a while back. When in doubt, serve. When in doubt of God's calling on your life, serve. Do something to serve. I am a public servant. I am a firefighter. And while I'm a firefighter, I'm also an usher at Calvary Tabernacle, 1300 Water Street, Waynesboro, Georgia. And while I'm an usher, I also operate the screen at church for the lyrics and for the word of God that's portrayed on that wall. And I am whatever my pastor needs me. And I am whatever my family needs me to be. I am whatever my friends need me to be. But I never focused on myself and realized what I needed me to be until now. I realized that I needed to have faith in myself. But more than faith in myself, I need to have faith in God and God's ability to turn me into whatever he needed me to be and have faith that God's got me in his hands. And have faith that he loves me like he said he did.
like he said he does. And guess what? I've got faith. I believe. I have fallen apart, but God has built me back. He has made me into something much better than I ever could have been if it wouldn't, if it wasn't from my breaking point. And some people would look around and say, God, why did you allow this? Why did you allow me to be afraid of myself all of my life? Why did you allow me to be this wretch that I've been when I could have been perfect from the beginning? I could have known all this stuff from the beginning. And I can only imagine God just looking at me and saying, I never wanted you to be perfect in the first place. But I wanted you to know what it's like to be those other people that you're going to minister to one day. And that's who I'm talking to right now. I'm talking to somebody that's dealing with some fear. I'm talking to somebody that's falling apart right now. I'm talking to somebody that's got a crossroads in front of them. They don't know where to go. Should I go with my friends and get drunk? Or should I go to church with my other friends? Should I give myself away to some young man or young lady that doesn't care about me, but just cares about my body? Should I give my life to a world that doesn't care about who I am? They don't care about how I feel? Or should I give my life to a God who loves me and will hold me and keep me no matter what? No matter what. No matter what I think about him. No matter what I feel. I'm forgiven when I ask. The scripture that gave me the most encouragement that began this healing road that God put me on. It said, whatsoever ye ask in my name, you shall receive. Another scripture that comes to mind is, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and it shall be opened unto you. So when you say, Lord, forgive me, you're forgiven. I don't care if it's your thoughts, your emotions, your feelings, the things you've said out loud, the things you've done out loud in the world, done to other people, whatever it may be, you're forgiven. But why? Because he loves you. And then it just... It's, it's a trickling effect of positivity. The same way negativity and anxiety and depression trickles out and, and causes negativity and pain and hurt and more depression. On the opposite side of the spectrum, there's God. And when you realize how much he loves you, it trickles into, hey, I'm forgiven. Hey, I am bold. Hey, I am filled with the Holy Ghost. Hey, I'm stronger than any situation that may come in my life. I am not supposed to live in fear. I am not supposed to live in, in just absolute tyranny because of Satan's wrath for me. No, I'm stronger than Satan. With the power of God that's within me, I can face anything. And when you realize that, it trickles into confidence, not only in God, but in your ability to do what God said you're supposed to do in the first place. And his word simply commands, go. Go. Don't be afraid of the outcome, just go. 
just go. Just go. I feel like, I feel like God's called me to be a preacher. Go. Start doing Bible studies. Watch God work it up. Work it out and work it up. Work it up into speaking every once in a while because your pastor says, hey, I need you to speak tonight. Work it up. You're a guest speaker at a church that you've never even heard of because your pastor told some other pastor. Work it up. Hey, I got a church. Their pastor's resigning next week. Would you like to take over? Work it up. Hey, I've been preaching for 50 years. God's been good. It all started with Bible studies and me feeling like I needed to be a preacher, but I didn't know where to go, but I just went. And God worked it out and worked it up. Good at playing music? Go. Get filled with the Holy Ghost. Join a church. Live a holy and acceptable life and talk to the pastor. Talk to the music director. Or whatever leader you need to speak to. Say, hey, I got a gift. And I love God. And I want to play the piano. I want to play the guitar. I want to play the drums. I want to sing. And work it up. God will work it out. And he'll work it up. If you're wondering what I mean, God will not only work out the situation, but he'll move you up the ranks as he so desires. Because when you live for him and you do things for him, contrary to popular belief, you don't have to drive a 1972 Pinto that's rusted and about to fall apart. And you don't have to live in a cardboard box to be a preacher or to be a Christian. No, you can have the Cadillac. Just know where it came from. And know who can also take it away. And replace it with something better. Remember, I didn't just stop at and take it away. No, when the Lord takes something away, He always blesses with something even better. It may not have higher monetary value. It may just be an emotional blessing. But it will always be something better. It's like even when you die. Your life is traded. This life of sorrows and tears. And hurt and pain. And while there are some spurts of joy and stuff. It's not a perfect life. Not all the time. But it's a good life. But God's going to trade this good life for the best life if only you live it for Him. Because if you live it for Him, this life will be a lot better than the life out there in the world where you're filled with depression and anxiety and struggles and hurt and pain. And I'm not saying as a Christian you'll be exempt from it. But I'm saying God will be there with you through it. Like he was for me. He was with me every step of the way. And I am forever in debt.
to the mighty God who showed me who he is and how much he loves me because of that. It was him that first loved me, but now I love him and I know him better and I want to know more about him. And that is what real love is. That's what real love is. Nothing else matters to me anymore. I just want to live for Him, serve Him, serve people, be a voice, a light in the darkness, speak life, positivity, and joy. And when it's my time, I want to hear God say, Well done, a good and faithful servant. Enter into this rest. He didn't say, He didn't say, well done, my good and perfect servant. He said, good and faithful. Don't let zeal tear you apart like I let it do. You can be overzealous. You can be overcommitted. And it really hurts. You can hurt yourself by doing those things without God's will being involved. You can overwork yourself, overload yourself, and burden yourself to the point where you just fall apart. There's only so much weight I could carry and I broke. But God has built me back stronger than ever now. And I'm His. I don't belong to this world, neither do you. You're a priceless treasure. Don't forget that. Priceless treasure. He loves you with everything he is. That's what he wants in return. That's all he wants in return. Love him and you'll follow his commandments. If you really love him, you'll follow his commandments and you'll do the things that you're expected to do. And you'll make it to heaven. It's not hard. The only way you can fall in love is to get to know someone. Read your Bible. Pray every day. That's how you get to know Him. And the more you get to know Him, it's all good things. And the more you learn, the more you fall in love. The more you fall in love. And the more you realize He loves you so much that the mess and the past and the pain and the hurt, all the junk that you've done to yourself and that other people have done to you, that you've done to others, none of that matters anymore. What kind of house you live in? What kind of car you drive? What city you live in? None of that stuff matters. None of that stuff is a barrier anymore. It's not a boundary. It's not a stumbling block. It's only a way of moving you up. Moving you forward. So don't look at falling apart. It's just a painful experience. But look at it as an eye-opening experience that'll bring you into the next phase of your life, making you who you need to be. God is good.
all the time. And all the time, God is good. I once was afraid, but now I'm not. Sin held me captive, but not anymore. I am no longer a slave to fear. I am a child of God. So are you. Rejoice. Get in God's word. And be a servant to your community, to your friends, to your family, to your church. Love everybody. Be positive. Don't forget, we serve the God of positivity. We serve the God of love. Let's go out there. And conquer that world that you've got. We've all got our own little world. Conquer it. Win it over. Win it over for God. I pray that you will be blessed. And I thank you for listening. Y'all have a great year. This is Lester for the Iron Forces podcast. I'm out.